Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special episode of Tiswan Wacho. Um, I've unfortunately roped in Edwin and Leo, Edwin, media producer, Leo, the other editor, takes him um, for a pressing-ish story about Zimbabwe's um, vaccination cards that are apparently illegal <laughs> or fake, according to South <laughs> Africa's immigration. Um, so this was uh, published in, in, in Newsday, actually, uh, aggregated by Pindula, that Zimbabweans are being turned back in uh, South Africa because of fake Zim COVID vaccination certificates. So we wrote about this last year, expressing that the QR code in the um, vaccination cards was not scanning to anything if you use a QR code scanner. It just said error. We then learned that you then had to get the card separately activated. Now, gents, when you were vaccinated, were you told to, to, to get your card activated? No, never. Never, because it was it was that old thing, you know, um, when the initial wave of vaccination started, a lot of people were reluctant up until some companies and businesses started making it a requirement that for you to enjoy their services, you need to at their premises, you need to have vaccination cards or for you to stay employed in some companies. So, again, it was one of those things where there was now just a rush to get these uh, vaccinations done. And that rush ended up making these vaccination centers very busy to the point where it was just, yo, you sit, you get a jab, you get your card, you get the the name of the uh, vaccine and the date and your name and stuff loaded in, you go, the next person comes, same process goes. And that's just how it went. Like it was just, you know, come in, go, it was a production line. And yeah, getting that data loaded onto cards, like no one told you that you need to, there, there is a QR code and this is what it's supposed to do and whatever it is that you then need to do to get that thing to work. So yeah, it was, no, no one said anything <laughs> anyway. Zimbabwean clinics. Yeah. yeah. So I guess their thing was just like, let's get people vaccinated. They, they did not care about all this. I mean, if you look at uh, the statements they, they they gave out concerning this, talking about, yeah, we prioritize those who have to travel and everything. So it, it, it seems weird that uh, they thought, you know what, we, we already have the QR codes and these things, but we're not going to tell people to, to get these things activated. We're not going to do it when we vaccinate them. Uh, because is is it that much of a technical hurdle? I have no idea. But why were they not telling? Because they were not telling people. To be honest, uh, from from what I heard, no, very few people uh, actually said they were told to get those things uh, activated. So I don't know what was going on there. So what's the point of the of, of the actual passport itself, the vaccination passport? Because the reason for us to have it is to number one curb fake passports which were being sold on the black market apparently during the, the height of the COVID pandemic, because as Ed said, it became a requirement, especially for, for uh, um, so, uh, what's it called, civil servants to be vaccinated. So there were a slew of these copies of, of these fake um, COVID vaccination certificates out there. Um, and also, it's also there for easy identification. So stuff like roadblocks and things like that, back when they were prevalent, that's technology that would have helped um, law enforcement to understand with the guys. Uh, you are vaccinated, you are not. So, 
It's like why they would then add an extra step is confusing, which for me now comes back to data capturing actually. When I got vaccinated, my data was written in a book and I was expecting it to be computerized because I saw that. So I was vaccinated in the second wave of vaccinations where the mm -hmm. QR code um, book was there, which unfortunately brings up another sad thing. Which the first batch of guys who got vaccinated didn't get the QR code <laughs> books. They had to go and, go and request to get another one from their vaccination center. The curse of being an early adopter. But um, unfortunately, it, it, QR codes are not new technology. It's very old yeah. technology at this point. So was it, yeah. I don't understand how QR codes work to understand how extensive a database needs to be to, or how the architecture of a database for QR codes works like. But it's confusing that well, people who got vaccinated that now have that to complex, go. Though. I can I can imagine it, it isn't, but because it's know. just a, a QR code is literally a different way of representing a URL. That's what it is. It's just a URL. It's a www dot something. Put your name here. Dot this. Dot that. Just in the form of a QR code. So it's 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 not really something that you can say is very complicated because yeah, fancy okay, so, URL. <laughs> fancy URL. So maybe. Uh, did you get yours vaccinated? Uh, you, uh, so, sorry. <laughs> I, didn't. <laughs> I didn't, but I think it did. Uh, yeah, was I good, did. But, so, oh, so how long did they take? Maybe they are all, all process, they are, they are processes are not really up to up to the task. Like how long did, did it take for them to activate choker? Yeah, so so the thing is, I guess for me it's difficult for me to be like a benchmark for it because it's one of those where I got a friend to do it for me. So there is a friend who was already getting their details loaded onto their card. And I was like, hey, like, since you're already doing this, why don't you just do mine as well? So from the time in which I gave them my details to submit to the time I was told that, yo, your details are loaded, it's ready, it was about two weeks. But I don't think that's, the that's how long the process takes to get the information there. Uh, probably they decided to do it a little bit later and that's why it took so long. Uh, the people that were doing it for me. Um, but yeah, it's because the, the idea around it is just um, a database that you're just loading this information onto and then linking a specific QR code because like each QR code on these vaccination cards is unique, each and every single one of them, because it will only access your information if that information is loaded onto a database. So um, yeah, you just scan the QR code and then match the details you have received to that QR code and load those details to a, to a, to a database. It shouldn't be something very complicated or something that can take a very long period. Probably it's something that can be done in an hour or something. Okay. So Here's raises the question though, because I'm reading the report from, from Newsday and the quote is, the Ministry of the Health and Child Care Ministry for the convenience of the public has begun processing, has begun the process of decentralizing the activation process for travelers and will be releasing an update, updated list of activation points countrywide on a regular basis. Here's my thing. Why was this not baked in from the beginning? Because when we say things in Zimbabwe are half-baked, not no taudis. But this is in a precise <laughs> example of what happens when you don't think things through and early on enough. So imagine you all Leo, I end up South Africa and did you go? Urgwendon Rari stoke yako. 
ye 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 shop yako ye going for a meeting or you go to or there's an opportunity to go onzi wewe you can't come through because we can't find the data on your on your on your um on your vaccine card we're still iwewe how na kunzi wa kuti go and collect my new vaccination card and my QR code so i don't understand why now they want to then do this under the pressure of this event happening instead of it have be, having been something that should have thought through because we we have been talking about covid uh my uh, covid uh you know she test certificates for a long time covid vaccine vaccine certificates for a long time this is something that i'm sure very smart people would have assumed could you need these things to travel up and down and across borders so how can we make it as convenient as possible for someone to do that across borders and not then get them in a position when they stuck airport so so i i don't know maybe my thinking is uh the whole thing was let's get people vaccinated uh you know what uh only uh a tiny proportion of people are traveling especially back then when when borders were which is the challenge that we we usually have big things because we don't think ahead so that's the criticism i guess but i i i think that's how the thinking went you know what people are not really traveling only a few are traveling and those who are traveling they can look it up and and see how to get these things activated but let's just push it out because if it's taken an hour or so and they're like you know what this let, let's not bother with it uh not to say it's right i i just think that's how uh, the thinking went let's get people vaccinated we'll worry about this when the time comes but now but the chickens but, have come to roost but that's the thing is that when the chickens come to roost muna nenga ari pa airport kana pa roadport who is now stuck now so is that not incumbent on the ministry on the relevant ministry of the government to say guti let's let's project how far this this can go the government has a lot of employees let's project mm, this as far right. as it can go and see guti what are the possible downstream effects of this if we kick the can down the road the person is going to have to you know carry the water at the end is going to be the end user so yeah. but i also think like for me like the the biggest one um in support of of your point as well is the fact that when you okay so when you scan this qr code what is where it is sending you is to a sadic website a sadic website which will have your details uh that is if you had your details loaded if you didn't have your details loaded it will still send you to the same sadic website but it will just show that there is no details for mm. this use or something like that um it's a regional thing so because it's a regional thing it's something that you would um it's something that you would think it's a requirement for our region and because it's a requirement for our region as an authentic traveling document to just show you that you are vaccinated it's something that should have been informed to the public that yo no pressure but you will eventually need to load your information on this thing especially if you thinking about traveling so no pressure in the sense that you don't need to do it now but it's something that we just want you to know kuti you will need this if you in the near future or in the distant future or whatever if you need to travel because i mean it's an assumption that whenever you're traveling and you're crossing the border if they say they want vaccinated people 
you would assume that they were scanning those barcodes from whichever country that is in SADIC, and it will just show those your details on that same uh, on that same platform. So it's something very puzzling that the information, even if they weren't doing it on the spot, just telling people to make them aware that this can and will be a requirement should have been something that would have been uh, laid out, something that would have been said prior to a, another country's government saying, yo, uh, because we won't allow you to jump in. Mm, yeah, but guys, you know, like as you were talking now, I think, yeah, the blame, you know, you know, in the Quaker one as well. I'm, I'm just looking at the airlines and the bus companies as well. But yes, you, 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 you're selling tickets to one and whatever. Like, can you not advise them as well on your part? Could you, ah, is your is your is your passport in order? Your vaccination card in order? Because if it's Leo, not, ko, uh, because bus company, these are companies that have been running a loss, especially airlines, for a very long time. So for them, I would say they're not seeing good. Is your stuff in order? you've bought a ticket with the knowledge of the requirements that have been set out by the relevant government ministry. So for them, it's not their job to inform you about your COVID status or about well, your, yeah, but- your, your vaccination cards. It's, it's incumbent on the government to then say, yeah, guys, listen, make sure you have these things before you travel and even at, at, at ports of entry. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a private entity that yeah. can't really stretch as far as, as saying, Goody, you know, is your, is your code, did you load information on, 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 onto, your, onto your card? No, but, but yeah, no, I agree that it's, it's it's the government's duty to to make sure people know this and they get their things activated, or just to activate them when people are vaccinated in the first place. But that thing where where like you, it, it kind of looks like like that whole corporate grid thing again, because you're like you're seeing people being turned back mm. from from SA uh, because of this, and you're seeing like the pain really from people who've wasted, you know, this money and you're not refunding them anyway. So and you're like, you know what, we just, we won't tell these other guys when, when they buy their tickets. Like, you know, some people are being like turned back in SA. So uh, I, I, I your things in order. So the bulk of the blame is not there, but I'd, I'd, I'd like to see them at least advise their own, like these uh, travel agents and whatever, just advise your, your, your clients. Mm. You know what, get, get these things in order. Because if we, if we rely on the government, like, yeah, that's the thing. People will get burned most of the time. So, yeah, we have to chip in. And unfortunately, that's the case. But the government really should have done better. That's the bottom line. True, true. Yeah, and I guess even the, the, the slightly, I don't know, slightly stressful part about it as well is they can do it. Uh, so, so it was taking a walk, I think it was Thursday last week in town. And I was walking around Eastgate Mall and there were a bunch of people with uh, official ZEC, uh, what do you call them, Beebs, vests, and name tags. And what they were doing is they were doing a voter registration awareness. So just walking around telling people about the different ways in which you can uh, vote or you can register to vote. And... It's something that I feel if they can do that, why couldn't they do that with awareness when it comes to vaccination and the vaccination card and how it works and why it's important? Because it's they could have just done something that simple that would have then made people aware that 
you need X, Y, and Z for this thing to actually work. Because it, it only takes like, in fact, it's only something that 1% of the population like you and me are curious about. Could I know what this Oh. Yeah, I think it dropped off. Uh, it dropped off. Yeah. Network getting room needs. But I, I totally agree with this point that you know it should have been the same sort of system with with the voter registration, with the mobile voter registration. I don't think it should have come to a point where um, people have to congregate to one building. Irukonakagui or something like that. Irukonakagui building. I'm not sure which what, what the name of the building is, but for people to congregate there. So we, we've got a friend who's there who's doing it right now at the time of recording. And he got his uh, number, was number 146. And he said, people are now rushing to get them activated simply because, you know, you don't want to get turned away at a border uh, or face difficulties. Uh, if I just do, to slide through to an account that was in, in Newsday's article, it said, I faced difficulties crossing the border when I traveled to Kenya. The authorities said they could not recognize my vaccination card due to the blank QR code. My lucky break only came with the mounting pressure of people wanting to cross. Therefore, we were finally rushed through. So... People then again, that statement in itself, my guy, is is just yeah, is 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 just frightening to be honest. Could you, this yeah. is something that could have been done on a mobile phone? This is something that could have been done at the point of, of vaccination. Could you, when you're getting vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Now I understand the technological gap that exists with some clinics; they might not be able to get the stuff there. But a simple mobile phone that can scan the QR code and load the information is something that's not beyond the government. I mean, if city parking have mobile phones dedicated. For for the service that they that they provide, I'm pretty sure the government should be able to do the same uh, for each uh, for each hospital to load in this information, because it's coming up now, which is strange. Why is it coming up now? Um, and well, here's, here's some more problems. Uh, continue the article on by, by Newsday. At the land borders, Zimbabweans traveling to South Africa are reportedly paying bribes of up to 100 rand after their vaccination cards failed QR code scans and were rejected as fake. So people are having to pay out of pocket. To be able to cross the bribery thing and, and corruption, yeah, it, it's a breeding ground. It then becomes a breeding ground for things like that because they know how desperate you are, because you're, you're no man's land pretty much. So you'll do what you can or what you need to to be able to cross, which is not the best scenario for anyone. Yeah, mm, especially right now because you start to calculate and be like, "Hey, I bought an airline ticket for four hundred bucks, and that's USD." What's a hundred rand to just get this thing sorted out so that I don't I I don't have to cancel my trip and lose all this money. So yeah, it's a it's a frustrating thing when like things are not really laid out and planned out in a way that makes it convenient for the customer or for the citizen. It just makes life so hard to the point here, it creates more problems as well. Because again, now you have to deal with this black market of people trying to get their cards activated and again it's another problem that needs to be policed that shouldn't exist so yeah like it's just it's just a lot more work because of poor planning yeah to rank poor planning it's it's really disappointing to see that it's, it's it's come to something like this from some from i mean the covid the covid pandemic was a, a, a new field for everyone but it's the vaccinations and certification and the process of, 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 of making all those things legal and proper is pretty much now a mature field. So now that Zimbabwe is now facing these issues now, um, two years after, kind of concerning to be like, oh, we haven't, we haven't, you know, 
buffered up everything to the point where we can then properly protect people. Also, the fact that we're not, you know, leveraging technology as much as we should, because this is stuff that I don't know whether uh, Sasa is a uh, um, uh, EU Africa passport thing can also work for something like that. But I think those are things that should have been leveraged by the government to say, yeah, no, listen, you can load your information uh, through this, or it'll need verification, whatever steps need to be taken in order to, to get to the point where your information is at the very least loaded and can be cross-referenced. But again, the issue comes with how the information is loaded. As I said earlier, when I did my vaccination, the stuff was written in a book. So I'm concerned, how long does it take? If the, if How long would it take if the system worked as it should for that information to be loaded up? Should we not mm -hmm. be leveraging technology? No, there should be a phone or something in the middle there that can allow someone to register this stuff or a website where someone can then get verification from, from a healthcare professional at repo on the ground to then help them load the information because now it's an inconvenience for everyone now. But on the bright side of things, uh, the friend who's doing his, 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 um, his um, uh, activation is done. So it pretty much arrived there at two o'clock. And now at the time of recording, it's 3.54, so about two hours. So if you're looking for a, for a, um, for a roadmap of what you need, yeah, uh, two hours. Uh, we'll, I'll put the, the 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 address of the building in the description, or if you're reading this on the blog in the article. Uh, and yeah, just remember, hundred what three hundred bucks for city parking. But he said where he was, there was no city parking because the government facility. So it will be interesting. Yeah, yeah, and and yeah, I'm actually glad that it it's not taking as long. Uh, yeah, it doesn't feel like it's taking as long as passports, but that's a story for another day. <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, it's encouraging because at least for those that are in a mission critical mission critical scenario where they really need to get those those cards activated and the information loaded, at least it's they can do it. It's not a very long waiting period. Um, but yeah, could have been avoided. Or could have been avoided. Leo, any final thoughts? No, nothing. But just the competition thing, I think we touched on it, but yeah. you know, in, a, in an ideal world, who, who would compensate one for? Uh, because they're not told. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Who should, in, in an ideal world, who should? The government, the travel agent, <laughs> whatever. I mean, the, the first person responsible would be the government, wouldn't it? Like, they are the people responsible <laughs> for the people. So the Ministry of Health would then need to go through its messaging and how it was dispersing the information about vaccinations to say, yeah, you left out this very critical part. Someone thought when they got vaccinated, everything was was, was sorted. So it, it looks like it's a government thing. And I don't mm -hmm. know if, you know, if there's grounds for compensation, but I, I mean, if you missed an opportunity or a meeting or whatever it is you're going to do across borders um, while you're trying to clear this up, mm -hmm you know, um, it's time lost. You might have lost, you know, the deal of the century, quote unquote. Um, mm. And there's, there's seemingly no one accountable except for the murmurings that they're going to decentralize the, the system of which you then ask the question, why wasn't it decentralized at the actual vaccination points to begin with to avoid all of these things? And another thing is, are we going to learn from this? Mm. We're going to keep having this rinse and repeat cycle of things not working as they should. And then, you know, half measure after half measure after half measure. And then, yeah. yeah yeah that's a powerpoint that's a powerpoint well it's one of those remember when we had that discussion on how uh some of these things should be 
uh, bounced off the public just to get ideas of because you 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 start getting scenarios, eh? Scenarios that you may had not thought of whilst you were in your boardroom thinking about how to do these things and whatnot. Because um, see, it's a so it's a use case thing that the way you think someone is going to use something is probably going to be a bit different from the way the person will actually use it. So at least, um, yeah, just getting on the same page, there is something that can then help in terms of future systems that they might want to design, learning from what's happened with the vaccination cards in South Africa, you know, rejecting them if they don't show anything on when they're scanned, it's it's just one of the many things that we can then learn from and be like, okay, so next time, what do we need to look out for? So it's we hope, we hope, we hope and pray. Uh, James, yeah. thank you very much. Oh, Leah, is something to say? Yeah, yeah, just last thing. Just I was just thinking, like, how many people travel? I think the other challenge we could have is of just making sure we. We cater to the majority and ignore the edge cases because I'm just thinking they're saying uh, close to 5 million people uh, have been vaccinated, at least received the first dose. And you're like, of the 5 million, how many uh, travel? And you're like, it should be a, a, a tiny percentage. And I'm thinking they just, you know what, this just get people, they didn't think it through because they were just focusing on just the majority and that's and it's easy to do that when you don't consult with others if you and if you don't copy like what others are doing uh, out there as well so that point you raised about you, you know what uh, bringing these things to a forum somewhere and, and, and getting other voices in and making sure you just tick all the boxes because it's, it's difficult to do that when you just look at the majority and they're like, oh, what about the travelers? Yeah, no, there's not much travel. A very few people are traveling. We'll, we'll get to that. But these are real people. Even if we're talking about 10%, 5%, I don't, there's a lot of people who've been inconvenienced. So yeah, it's a mess, but I kind of I get how we got to this place. Yeah. And I, I like your point about how many people are actually traveling. Because if you look at Zimbabwe, which is, typically a cross-border nation where people are going across borders to go and collect, buy things, trade, bring things in. Um, that's what was probably supposed to be high up on the list. To be like, yeah, you know, there's a lot of people in Zimbabwe who travel across borders to, for business. Um, you know, Zimbabwe has got a very established diaspora in, in a number of countries. So isn't this something we should be on the lookout for as, you know, we know, we understand the realities of what the Zimbabwe people face so that they don't, they don't have to then face this, this ultimate inconvenience. Um, and I, 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 I'm circling back to your point as, as the last thing is that, yeah, travel agents could have been helpful in this respect, but you then source the people who, where these travel documents are needed. So, you know, uh, you know, industries or the industry organizations, uh, you know, port authorities, travel agents, um, just generally anyone who, who then need that documentation to ask, what would you need this to do? But even, even before that, I mean, the internet is a massive resource. So they don't necessarily have to, they can just copy paste from, from the EU, which had this down probably in 2020 at the very earliest um, when some borders started opening up. So in, in some cases, just a case of guys, drag and drop. Yeah. And let's ask Van to be like, yeah, so what do you think about this? 
Mm-hmm. All right. So, gents, thank you very much. Uh, to the listeners, we try to keep it quick because, yeah, uh, we can go on forever. <laughs> and you don't have that kind of time. Yeah. True. All right. So, well, until the next one, which is hopefully tomorrow. Peace.